It is Wednesday, January 3rd. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. NFL playoff bets to make heading into week 18. And bets not to make going into week 18. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Big shocker, Brock Bowers declares for the NFL draft. The Jets and Dalvin Cook parting ways. And the NFL gives a reminder to follow the rules. Yeah, uh, I'm it, reporting as eligible yeah, okay. on this show. Well, what AJ. is the Vegas lead here, Scott? Well, let's talk about the NFL heading into week 18 because next-gen stats updated their playoff percentages based on teams if they win or if they lose here in week 18. Now, on yesterday morning's show, I gave you the playoff scenarios. We can go over some of them here uh, as we go through the percentages. But what I want to look at is the odds, courtesy of our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook, whether the team makes the playoffs or not, and is there a better way to go about betting these teams? For instance, the Saints are plus 250 to make the playoffs, minus 320 on the no. Well, what's the scenario for the New Orleans Saints? Before I give you the chances, the the, the New Orleans Saints, this is how they make the playoffs. They need to win, and they need Tampa Bay to lose. Seems reasonable. That's how they win the NFC South title. Or they just get into the playoffs as a wild card with a win and a Seattle and Green Bay loss. Okay. So why not, instead of the plus 250 on the Saints to make the playoffs, which is a bet available right now under the futures section, what if there's a parlay to be had? You could take the Panthers at plus 200 with the Saints at minus 170, because that's the first scenario for the Saints to make the playoffs. They win the division. If they win and Tampa Bay loses. Okay. Well, that two-leg parlay is plus 376. Okay. Now, if you're saying, that's not likely. We don't think the Panthers are going to beat the Bucks. The Panthers stink. Well, let's look at the other scenario for the Saints to make the playoffs. They need to win, and then Seattle and Green Bay need to lose. So how about a three-leg parlay with the Saints money line over the Falcons? And then you look at the Cardinals money line over the Seahawks and the Bears money line over the Packers. Well, the odds on the Saints to make the playoffs, AJ, was plus 250 on the yes. All right. But a three-leg money line parlay on the New Orleans Saints to beat the Falcons, the Cardinals to beat the Seahawks, and the Bears to beat the Packers which would give the Saints a wild-card berth. Again, New Orleans win, Seattle and Green Bay lose. That three-leg parlay, plus 715. Wow. Okay, so what, basically what you're saying is it's not as simple as going to the futures tab on your sports book. Correct. There's a, I mean, you're talking about double the money. More yes. than more than double. That's a that's a massive swing. Again, a lot of these sports books are offering the yes no that on the team to make the fair. playoffs. I, I mean, I, I get of course. That. So the Saints, the yes is plus two fifty. The no is minus three twenty. Let's talk about the no, for example, though. 
I guess you can't really make that a parlay because it could one be, of those three, one of those wrong, could yeah. win. So you know, I guess if you do, you know, it would be like betting on the Packers or betting on the Seahawks. But again, the yes scenario plus two fifty—that's for either scenario to happen. Yeah, either scenario to happen. Now, what's more likely for the Saints to make the playoffs? Now, I'm not saying the Saints will make the playoffs, but I think it's more likely that you get a. I know it's two teams versus one team, but Carolina is a pretty hefty underdog this weekend uh, against the Bucks. Carolina is not a good team. Do you want to bet Carolina, who's a five and a half point dog, to beat the Bucks, or do you look at the Bears, three point division rival, playing you know playing for pride, Justin Fields playing for his job, and then you have the Cardinals, two and a half point dogs with Kyler Murray feeding off the upset that they just pulled last yeah. week against the Eagles. So that's just one example of how we can construct this. And I use the Saints because it was the first thing that came to my head as I was looking at the uh, playoff chances here. But let's look at the next-gen stats percentage calculator, if you will. The chances for the Ravens to make the playoffs is 100%. They're already in the number one yeah. seed. <laughs> okay, we, we can scroll down the list and go to the four seed in the AFC Jacksonville Jaguars. They're 70% to make the playoffs right now, 100% with a win. But if they lose, it drops down to 22%. The Colts, 55% right now, with a win, jumps up to 100%. Texans are the same thing. They're 45% with a win, it jumps up to 100%. Makes sense. Texans and Colts play each other. But the odds right now on the Jacksonville Jaguars to make the playoffs is you know pretty substantial because they're a favorite this weekend. So it's minus 300 on the yes. Now all Jacksonville has to do is win their game and they're in the playoffs. Right. So minus 300 on the yes or minus 218 on the money line against the Titans. It seems like a better play. Seems like the minus 218 is the better play. This this is more it feels this is more like just a cautionary tale of going as simple as like Who's yeah. going to win the division? Go here, here, here. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of what – I mean, we talked about this the other day, when, my bet on the Bills. It's it, That's one that you had to make a futures on because mm-hmm. there were multiple ways for it to happen. Once you're down to one week, we know what every scenario is. Like, there, yep. we know what – so you know exactly what has to happen for this team to make it. So you can check those prices. Will this team make the playoffs? Yes, no, versus – what is the what is the three leg parlay play in, yep. in some instances? What is the what's the one leg parlay play in some uh, some uh, instances like that one, the Jacksonville? Um, so yeah, it, it's don't don't just go in firing shots. This team's making it. This team's making it. There's better ways to get at it. More ways to pull value out of it. Yeah, I think the Saints example is probably the best example. Like the Steelers example could be good also because Pittsburgh needs help. They need a win and a Bills loss. So if you take the the Steelers on the money line against the the Ravens, they're minus 185, right? Baltimore's resting. And then you would have to go to Sunday night and take the Dolphins on the money line. That's plus 269 if you parlay those two. Yes, very nice. Plus 269, not one. 269. Very nice. (laughs) The odds on the Steelers to make the playoffs, though, is plus 130. So plus 269 is better. Yes, because... That's the way that they get in, or 
They could also get in with a win and a Jacksonville loss. So if you don't want to bet on the Buffalo to lose, because you're like, I like Buffalo in that game against Miami. I don't want to bet on that. Mm -hmm. Well, then you could also parlay the Steelers to win and the Jaguars to lose, which is plus 331. Mm. Also, I'm shocked. Like, I'm not shocked that these numbers are kind of Mm -hmm. off. I'm shocked at how off they are. Yeah, the, the thing is, not many people are looking at it this way. And I'm telling you, this is the way to look at it. Because if you if if the Steelers are to make the playoffs, two things have to happen. They have to win, and Buffalo has to lose. Right. Or they have to win, and Jacksonville has to lose. So you don't have to just bet on the Steelers to win. You can parlay it with the other side, and that's how you get the Steelers into the playoffs. That's how you make a playoff bet there. Uh, the NFC, I gave you that Saints example. The Saints need help. The, the the Seahawks, they need to win, and the Packers need to lose. You know, like th- these are examples of how you can profit off of a team versus the playoff chances. Now, are there ways? See, this is what I'm wondering. Can we create an arbitrage now? Well, so I guess the only way to even think about an arbitrage would be to find a plus money on a team to miss the playoffs. And so if you look at the odds on a team to miss the playoffs, and the only one that I see it like a big plus money is the Bills at plus 450. But in order for the Bills to miss the playoffs, not only do they need to lose, they need the Steelers to, well, not they need, because they obviously want to make the playoffs. But for the Bills to miss the playoffs, the Bills would have to lose to the Dolphins, The Steelers would have to win against the Ravens. The Jaguars would have to win against the Titans. And then the Colts game against the Texans, as long as it doesn't end in a tie and there's a result, then the Bills would not be in the playoffs. So I actually tried – I actually did the math on this. If you do a money line parlay with Dolphins, Steelers, Jaguars, and then – because you need a result in the Texans-Colts, and then you did the Texans parlay, like that four-leg money line, plus 896 – and then if you did the other way with the Colts instead of the Texans, it's plus 968. Now, the problem with that is if you do a half unit on each, it's actually the same and a little bit less than doing a full unit on the plus 450 on the Bills mm. to make the playoffs. So they've actually priced it in perfectly. So I know some of these are off. Some of these are off, but some of them are actually priced in perfectly. Properly, yeah. yeah, like in that case. But there's many ways to make money here in week 18. Another popular way, and we'll talk about this on the Dream Pod later on tonight, the contract incentives for week 18. It's become such a popular thing on social media now because, let's be honest, there's there's content creators everywhere when it comes to sports betting, and everyone is... The information's available. We get the list every year. it's, It's all publicly available on who's got the contract incentives and what they need to do in week uh, 18 in order to get their bonuses. My favorite thing is on uh, X where people are like, uh, don't put it out there in the public like it's not yeah, already public. It's already like, there. Every, I hate to break this to you guys. Yeah. You know how many articles there are this week about the contract incentives? The problem is, and, and Rob Pizzolo, who's a friend of the program, had a good thread on Twitter about this yesterday. The problem is more than half of these bets are not available. They're not. And when they do become available, they are so heavily juiced because the sports books have caught on. Yeah. 
the books have caught on. They know. Like, remember a couple years ago when Gronk needed, uh, what was it, like seven catches to get his bonus? And everyone's like, Brady's going to make sure that Gronk gets his, his seven boy. catches. Gronk's reception prop the entire season was like four and a half. Right. It was six and a half yeah, in week 18. So it was priced in. It was you, you priced in that he was going to get the seven, and he did it. You know, he, he got the he made, Brady made sure to get him that seventh catch. Like, that's what you're going to see. If there's a guy like uh, DeAndre Hopkins who needs, you know, seven catches or, or six catches in order to hit his contract bonus, you better believe that his prop is going to be priced at five and a half or six and a half based on you know, what his incentive is. That's why if you look right now, there's no, no props are up yeah. on these books because they're either A, not going to offer it, or B, they're waiting to price it based on the widely available player incentive sure. articles that are, are going to be coming up in the next couple of days. Yeah. And so what I'm going to do on the Dream Pod later on tonight, I have a list, and I've narrowed down my list because some of the player incentives – are just so ridiculous that they're not even worth mentioning because you're not going to bet a player to you're not going to bet a player to go over 200 passing yards or 200 receiving, receiving yards. yards. Yeah, right? like, like Tyreek Hill needs 240 something. Oh yeah. yes, take the over. Do a ladder, bro. Do a ladder. <laughs> do do the over 100, over 150, over 175. Listen, the, the Dolphins need to win the game against the yeah. Bills. They're it's they're not just going to say here, hey Tyreek, here we're going to give you 240 receiving yards so you can break the record and. And I don't know, maybe the Buffalo Bills might want to cover Tyreek Hill because that's like their best chance at winning the football game and getting into the playoffs. I'm guessing the Bills have considered that Tyreek Hill's a good football player. Yes. And they're going to want to limit how many times he catches the football. I think so. I think so. I'm guessing it may even even fall under the category of a priority that they're going to make that. Yes. Not letting Tyreek Hill just run wild on them. Yes. But what what I've done is I've narrowed down. By the way, Tyreek Hill, uh, the first game. Yeah. Uh, three catches, 58 yards. Yes. Um, they made it a priority they, they decided, to defend Yeah, him. we don't want him to beat us. Yeah. So I've narrowed down my list to, I like to call them actionable bets. Okay. Like things that you can actually bet on because a lot of this stuff you can't. So I'm going to narrow my focus down to the ones that you can bet and what prices might be available, uh, hoping that some of these pop up here over the course of the day here on Wednesday. But don't just fall into the trap of hearing or seeing somebody on social media tell you about a, a contract incentive and just thinking that it's just it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Really, in games that have playoff implications, I would ignore it. I would almost ignore it because I don't think— the priority think- is winning the games. Yeah, I don't think the Texans and D'Amico Ryans are thinking about Devin Singletary's bonus when it comes to the game against the Colts. I think they're trying to win the game against the Colts to make the playoffs. And here's, like, the, the I, there's a couple that are uh, sacks. Guys need a sack. Yeah. I promise you, those guys are trying to get sacks yes. every game. <laughs> yes. Like, so if you, like, you, suddenly, like, I, I think he knew last week he needed two sacks, and he probably yeah. would try to get two that, like, it's not like he's going to try extra hard yeah. to get a sack this week. They know they know the deal. Yeah, and the sports books have caught on. This used to be a very profitable thing to bet on. Two years ago, was it two years ago? When did I move out here? I guess it was two seasons ago, right? That's when I made the most money off of this thing. Two or three seasons ago. Made the, made the most money off of these props because the books weren't adjusting. Yeah. And, and the info was out there, and then all of a sudden – 
more outlets started becoming available and people and videos and social media. Yep. The content creator boom happened in terms of sports betting. And once all this information gets out in the public, a lot of the books don't have these props or they price them just to a point where you're paying such a premium. A guy that's normally listed at five and a half catches at the most this season all of a sudden has a six and a half catch prop because he needs seven to get his contract bonus. You're going to see that all yep. across your sports books this week. So just avoid those traps and we'll, we'll try to help you out as best as we can both here on straight out of Vegas. And of course, RJ Bell's dream preview. Well, AJ, there are some notes around the league uh, that, that came down yesterday. The jets have released Dalvin cook, allowing him to sign with a contender. Should a contender want him? I'm trying to think of what contender may want Dalvin. I mean, Dalvin, it's not like Dalvin cook did anything that made you think he still got any juice. This was, uh, everybody was like, oh, how could the Vikings let Dalvin Cook go? And I think we've kind of seen this year. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why they let him go, because he's he seems to be, I, I hate to say, washed. Mm. He's kind of, he, he's yeah. certainly not like a. Certainly didn't have the opportunities. How about 3.2 yards per carry? Yeah. That, that's not getting it done. And for anybody saying, oh, well, the Jets just didn't use him properly. Don't you think like they saw this guy every day in practice yeah. and were like, you know what? He just he doesn't give us the best chance to be successful on a given play because maybe they don't see the explosiveness in practice. Maybe they don't see it from him, and they're like, you know what? We're much better off with Brees Hall, obviously, and and Israel Abanaconda as yeah. as as the backup Guy, to him. guys that we're going to have under contract next year yes. too. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what team lands him. I, I I'm trying to think like who. The Bills? Could they use? No. The Bills have Latavius Murray, uh, James Cook. Like yeah, but J partner up with his brother, James Cook and Dalvin Cook. Get the two <laughs> brothers in the backfield. The Bills also have this thing called salary cap issues. They're not looking to take anything new on. But it's one week and then playoffs. As long as he's on the roster, he'll be available for the playoffs. So he's got to, you know, he, he, you sign him to, to no money here, and then you let him play in the playoffs. I, I think, why not play with his brother? That would be fun. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a fit. I, 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 I mean, he certainly wouldn't be a guy who would get actual carries. Uh, but he'll uh, get the carries that Latavius Murray gets. Latavius Murray's better than him. Yeah. You like, Latavius oh, Murray's yeah. way better than him yeah, right now. All right. All right. I, I, yeah, there, there's, no, there's no room for that. I can't, you can't give him Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray's like scoring touchdowns, something mm -hmm. Dalvin Cook hasn't done all year. Okay. All right. I don't know where the fit is then for him right now with a contending team. Certainly, like, you look at the NFC, like, like just look at the playoff picture. Cowboys? No, I don't think there's any interest there. I don't think they need him. Listen, here's the here's the question: Do the Baltimore Ravens want him? Because no team's dealt with more running back injuries than mm -hmm. the Baltimore Ravens. Can they use him? And if they can, like, Man, Justice okay. Hill and Gus Edwards are doing the job pretty nicely. But if they can't use him, yeah, and they've had like two running backs go down this mm -hmm. year, nobody can use him. I think yeah. that's what it boils down to. No, Browns. No, I think they're happy with Ford. I, I think they are. I mean, yeah. Is, is Kareem Hunt an, or is he is he is Dalvin Cook an upgrade from Kareem Hunt right now? Uh, I don't think so right now. It just does. It, I don't think these te the teams that are contending don't mm -hmm. want to rock the boat right now. Yeah, that that, that that's a fair point. Uh, elsewhere, we joked about it early on in the program. The NFL reminding everybody you got to clearly state who is the eligible player 
when you go up to the ref and you announce an eligible receiver. Any player that is 50 through 79 or 90 through 99, you have to report this, of course, in the wake of what happened in the Lions-Cowboys game when Taylor Decker approached him as eligible. There was a miscommunication. The ref announced that it was number 70, not number 68, that reported as eligible. They threw the the two-point conversion to Taylor Decker, number 68, which would have won them the game against the Cowboys. Instead, the play was flagged, and then they wind up not converting the two-point conversion. So clearly, AJ, you have to clearly state who is eligible. And, I mean, listen, I I felt bad for the Lions in that situation, but Dan Campbell admitted we were trying to trick the Cowboys. We were trying to confuse them. The problem with that is you also confuse the referees. Like, (laughs) when you're trying to confuse everyone, like, you may want to make sure that the refs are in on the confusion. Yeah, and uh, Panthers owner... David Tepper was fined $300,000 for tossing a drink on a fan. What a guy. What a guy. Did you see the video? Of I it? saw the video. It's pretty funny. Oh, it's just like he's disgusted. He can't believe it. This, it's funny because this is a dude who's everything's turned to gold in his, his life up until he bought the Carolina Panthers, and suddenly it's just not working out for him. Uh, I'm not saying it's funny to see those guys struggle, but it's, it's certainly interesting. Yeah, and uh, Kenny Pickett had to shut down rumors that he refused to be the backup quarterback to Mason Rudolph against the Seahawks. He said, quote, it was either I was going to start and play, or if they didn't think I was good enough to do that healthy enough, I was going to be the three and not dress, end quote. So I guess there was some speculation on social media that he refused to be the backup, but he's saying that's not the case. There was never any talk of him being the backup quarterback. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that Kenny Pickett would have made that ultimatum because Kenny Pickett doesn't have Who does he co- think he is, Zach Wilson? Yeah, he didn't have the skins on the wall to say something like that. It would be a crazy thing for him to say. Uh, I mean, obviously the Steelers, it's kind of what we go back to earlier. The Steelers are going to put out there what they think gives them the best chance to mm-hmm. make the playoffs. Uh, and if that's if that's Kenny Pickett, whatever health level he's at, then it'll be Kenny Pickett. If it's Mason Rudolph, it'll be Mason Rudolph. But uh, Kenny Pickett's not in a position to tell Mike Tomlin, uh-uh, I'm not backing him up. No way. Well, that's, that's crazy. This week, he is the number two. He said, quote, they feel good four weeks out of the surgery for me to dress and be the number two. So I'll be the two and do what I have to do to be ready to go from Baltimore. So he is going to be the backup to Mason Rudolph. I got news for you, Ken. Uh, if Mason Rudolph gets you into the playoffs, it, 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 it's not going to matter how how far you are removed from your injury. Mm-hmm. You're you're probably not going to get that gig back. I would agree with that. The Steelers have looked better over the past two weeks with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. 34 points against the Bengals and 30 points against the Seahawks. It's pretty good. Pretty good. For the Steelers especially. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try. If you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this, it's all online, it's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. 
for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. NBA last night, AJ, the DraftKings dog of the day comes through. Dog? As the the o- dogs are barking. The Oklahoma City Thunder with a 127-123 win over the Celtics. Shea Gilgis Alexander with 36 points, six boards, and seven dimes. Kristaps Porzingis in the loss for the Celtics, 34 points and 10 boards. Elsewhere, the Hornets topped the Kings, 111-104. was the Pelicans over the Nets, 112-85. Grizzlies beat the Spurs, 106-98. John Morant with 26 points and 10 assists and a poster of Victor Wembenyama. Did you yeah. see this? Yeah. I saw, first, I saw a, uh, a block. Victor got a block, and it was like, oh, uh-huh. he stuffed jaw. And then a couple minutes later, vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> That was pretty good. Joel Embiid uh, with an MVP performance, 31 points, 15 boards, 10 dimes. Sixers beat the Bulls, 110-97. And the Warriors beat the Magic, 121-115. Big night from Steph Curry, who finished with 36 points. Let's take a look at the schedule for tonight. The Cavaliers are hosting the Wizards. Cleveland, the 9.5-point favorite. The Bucks are at the Pacers, Milwaukee is minus two and a half. We just saw these two teams play. This is the home-and-home home series. So they were in Milwaukee the other night. It was a 122-113 win for the Pacers. Do the Bucks get revenge in this game? Tonight? I would think so. The alarming thing is look at this total. Well, I mean, we've seen some high Pacers totals. 258 and a half. 258 and a half. And I just mentioned the score. It did not go it over. It did not <laughs> go over last time. So use some caution, but also don't just assume that these two teams are going to play an under because the Pacers, they they like to go. And the Bucks have shown in the past they're, they're willing to go fast too. So uh, really interesting matchup. I, I tend to lean to the Bucks getting their revenge, though. Yeah, I always like to bet the team that loses the first game of the, the back-to-backs. Uh, the Thunder are at the Hawks. OKC minus one and a half. Nets are at the Rockets. Houston laying six and a half. The Raptors are at the Grizzlies. Memphis, a small one and a half point favorite. Pelicans at the Timberwolves. Minnesota minus six and a half. The Bulls are at the Knicks. New York laying eight and a half. And there was a lot of talk, AJ, especially after the Knicks defeated the Timberwolves uh, the other night, that with the OG Ananubi acquisition, 
have the Knicks elevated themselves to possibly being the fourth team in the Eastern Conference? <sighs> so you look at the East right now and you say, okay, it's Boston, the, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Yeah. Are the Knicks the number four team right now? I think I still like Orlando. I still like Cleveland. And I I don't I they do it with smoke and mirrors every year, but I'm also not willing to write off the heat because they always seem to find a way to make to make something happen down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I I think what the Knicks did is they solidified their they, they solidified themselves as a playoff team. Because mm-hmm. the Knicks, let's face it, I mean, I think right now they're in the 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 eight. Yeah, but everyone has the same amount. Of, everyone's got the same record. Yeah, like so, it's like you you want to be in that uh, the the gap between the eighth team right now and the ninth team is a, a handful of games. The Knicks said we're staying in this mm-hmm. the, the upper tier. We're not falling back there with the Bulls and the the Hornets and that rubbish. Uh, so I. I, I I don't know how how good it makes them, but I think it makes them good enough to stay in the playoff mix. Well, eight and a half point favorites tonight at the Garden over the Bulls. The Blazers are at the Mavericks. Dallas laying ten and a half. The Clippers are at the Suns. L.A. two and a half point favorites over the Clippers. You know, Clippers been playing well lately. The Suns have won four straight. Clippers have won three straight. What gives tonight? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, you're right. They they have been playing better lately, but. Um, the the Clippers just there seems to be something off with that team. So I, I if I had to gun to my head, I, I'd look at the Suns here. I just I don't like what I've seen lately. Well, Suns could be your DraftKings dog of the could day be. then at plus two and a half points. Pistons are at the Jazz. Utah minus eight and a half. We saw the Pistons get blown out in their first game after their win. Probably going to get blown out again. Two and a half. Why? Like. Remember, this was, I, I think it was Jazz minus one when they, pl- didn't it's, they play it's before? Eight, it's eight and a half now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, eight and a half. I, th- I misheard you. Because remember, this was the, the yeah. line where the Jazz, it was like, the Jazz are, are, are underdogs to the Pistons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> and of course, the Jazz won by like seven or eight points. It, it, this is, uh, this feels like uh, the, the right line, particularly being in, in Utah. And uh, Jazz have won a couple games in a row, so they're, they're playing good ball right now. Blew out the Mavericks mm-hmm. the other day. Lakers are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Heat, and the Magic are at the Kings. Sacramento, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Several games in the top 25, several blowouts in the top 25, including UConn getting an 85-56 win easily uh, in Big East play over DePaul. Purdue, number one team in the country, got a 67-53 road win. Road wins in the Big Ten, always tough to come by. They beat Maryland uh, at Maryland. Tennessee, 87-50 winner over Norfolk State. North Carolina, 70. Pitt, 57. Uh, North Carolina covered as a four-point dog on the road. Florida Atlantic, boy, they were in a dogfight for most of this game with East Carolina. They pulled away late, got a 79-64 win, but Florida Atlantic certainly got tested yesterday. Wisconsin, number 21, with an 83-72 win over Iowa. Baylor, 98-79 win and cover against Cornell. Illinois, without T.J. Shannon, no problem. 96-66 blowout win in the Big Ten over Northwestern. Speaking of blowouts, Duke. 86-66 winners over Syracuse, a two-point game at halftime, uh, and eight second-half threes for the Blue Devils. And Auburn, 88-68 winners over Penn. 
And Colorado State holds on late to beat New Mexico 76-68. They had a 17-point lead in this game. Got tight at the end. Colorado State seals it at the free throw line. Only two games on the top 25 scheduled tonight in college hoops. Providence, number 23. Uh, they are six-and-a-half-point home favorites against Seton Hall. And number 16, Clemson, a one-and-a-half-point road favorite at Miami. On the ice last night, AJ, I should have just stuck to my guns. When we previewed the schedule on yesterday morning's show, the Rangers-Hurricanes total was five and a half. Okay. And you know what happens when we see a total of five and a half. We, we play over. We take the over. Well, it actually ticked up to six because people were playing the over. And well, because I, we, we tell because them to play people the over. Yes. Yeah. So it ticked up to six, and I said, you know, at six, I'm actually going to go contrarian and go with the under. Oh, because when it's six, we don't automatically play the no, over. No, no. When it's six, actually, the numbers tell you. It's, it's actually, you know, the under is actually a nice play. Uh, five and a half is an overplay. Six, eh, a little more of an underplay. So I said, let me go under six. Hurricanes scored in the first ninety, first two minutes of the first period. That doesn't make you feel good. Doesn't make me feel good. And then they scored again, 30 seconds left in the first period. Oh. And if you have an under bet, when there's a goal scored, either in the first minute or the last minute of a period, you know you're just screwed. Yeah. So it was 2 nothing after one. And then going into the third period, it was a 3-1 game. They scored in the first 90 seconds of the third period. <laughs> so, again, it's the, it's the early goals and the late goals that kill your uh, over or your kill your under. Hurricanes won that game 6-1 to one last night. But I'll tell you, I, I, I hit on uh, Edmonton and Vancouver. I mean, these are, these are some hot teams right now. Edmonton has really, they have crawled from the gutter that they were in when they fired the coach and everything was looking bad, they've won six straight games now, seven of their last 10. Good win against the Flyers last night. Vancouver, meanwhile, they're in first place in the Pacific Division. 51 points tied with the Avalanche for the most points in the entire Western Conference and just one point back of the Bruins for the most points in the entire league. Wow. Not sure how many people saw this happening from Vancouver, but 7-1-2, and two, in their last 10 games, this is this is a team playing at, ex, at an extremely high level right now. And if if I had a vote, which I don't right now, uh, maybe someday I will. But Rick Tockett is the favorite, in my opinion, for the Jack Adams Award, which is given to the NHL's Coach of the Year. And right now, up on the DraftKings Sportsbook, Rick Tockett is plus 190 as the favorite to win the Jack Adams Award. The next favorite is John Tortorella at plus 800. Doesn't even come close. What Tockett has done this year with Vancouver, he absolutely deserves the job. Now, long shot that I kind of like, I was, I, was, I was playing around with the awards market here in the NHL, Chris Knobloch is plus 1,800. Now, you might remember the name, AJ, that I, I was talking about Chris Knobloch. Is this Chuck's brother? No, because he was the man who took over the Edmonton Oilers after they fired their coach earlier in the ah. season. And they're 15 and six since he took over as the head coach. 15 wins and six losses since he took over as the coach. And this team is crawling up the standings. If they find themselves like in the race for the Pacific Division when it's all said and done, I don't see how Knobloch doesn't get consideration for coach of the year. And you can get him at plus 1,800 right now up on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's take a look at tonight's schedule as we only have two games 
on the ice. The Devils and the Capitals will battle from D.C. Vicki Valancourt is the devil. Yes, she is. Uh, and I like her, too. Uh, New Jersey minus 155. It's the second of a back-to-back for the Capitals after they got an upset win in Pittsburgh last night. So I'm going to fade the Caps after an upset win and give me the Devils uh, to win here on the road in D.C. The Devils will be without, though, Timo Meyer not playing in this game as uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury. The Maple Leafs, they are part of the second game. At the Ducks, Toronto is minus 190. It is um, the second of a back-to-back. They're doing the whole L.A. you know trip, so they were uh, in L.A., downtown proper to play the Kings, and then they travel about a half hour or so. It depends on traffic. It's more than a half hour in traffic. Yeah, well, maybe you get a police escort or whatever. But uh, they'll travel down to uh, take on Ducks in Anaheim and Toronto, a minus 190 favorite tonight. We got some exciting promos going on at pregame.com right now. And for you, the Straight Out of Vegas listeners can take 20% off any purchase at pregame.com. That could be a single daily best bet. Could be a best bet package with multiple bets. Could be a weekend or all access, a seven-day all access. Whatever you'd like up on pregame.com. Take 20% off using our promo code WAKE20. W-A-K-E. WAKE20. Wake up. Remember? Yeah. Full house. Wake yeah. up, San Francisco. Wake up. I always like that. Wake 20 gets you 20% off at pregame.com. For AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas. Yeah.